0: So tonight we're going to study Mismar Gimel. Oh, but first I want to make a comment on Mismar Bays. Um The last couple of shurum we talked about how Mismar Bays, specifically the last year, we spoke about how Mismar Bays is a continuation of Mismar Aleph. Mismar Aleph talks about David as the king who asked the and Belailah as it says in Shoftim, the beginning of sefi yeshua and um <clears throat> that will lead him to be matzliach so i wanted to add to that that in mizmerbez where he calls upon the kings to be maskil the other kings he says v'atam haskilu. so this is about this contrast between the malche eretz and the mashiach hashem who's not just another Malche Eret, because he's appointed by the Yeshiv as we discussed last week. And he calls to these other Malachim and tells him Haskil. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning of Sayyidah Yeshua, Yeshua is told, mm-hmm. Learn Tariyam to Valaila, and Oz Tatzliach as Durachechava Oz Taskil. So Mizma Aleph, where it says about the one who learns Tariyam Valaila, Kodashay Asa Sliach, that's the king, like Yeshua was a king. And he's calling upon the other kings to be maskil/ slash matzliach, such as he is, and don't be, don't be one of these malchi eretz who thinks that they could compete with him. He's what really... calling on the later kings, or is he calling his successor, or is he calling no, 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 the kings that would oppose him in his time, in Mismar Bez. Not his successors, That's the Goyim and the Umim, the other kings. Um, one more point on Mismar Bez. there it says... <laughs> And I'm not sure if I made this point, that the Malche Eretz are ganging up on a Melech who's a Melech of Hashem. Hashem is Yesheh ba So his king is not just a Melech Eretz. His king is al tsioin Har-Kotchi. The Har is a place that's above the Eretz. It's closer to Shemayim. And it's a holy place because it's close to Shemayim. So therefore that king, the king who's Hashem's appointee, is um, is not is is superior. You can get a safer from there. Is superior to the Malche Eretz because he's Al in Harkachi. And similarly, we have the um, in Mitzvah which we mentioned last week, is, is parallel to Mismar Beis because Mitzvah Petes it also says that the King is going to be the Bakr of Hashem. He's going to be called Hashem is going to be his father. And there it says in Pesach Afani El Yoin Eretz. It's the same thing. The Malche Eretz want to attack him as another Melech Eretz who they're going to gang up against. But he's el He's over them. And it's using a spatial metaphor that he's above the Eretz because he's Hashem's son. Like we have in Mizpah Bey, And therefore he's al in Har-Kotchi, And he's, uh, he, he's over. He's higher than the Malche Eretz. He's in between the Arts and the Shemayim because he represents Hashem, who's Okay. Now let's go to Mizmar Gimel. So, <laughs> Mizmar Gimel. One of the things that happens, um, and everyone does this here, interestingly, especially the way we were learning first to our introductory or about Yesh David, and there are really one Mizmar. So now that you get to Mismar Gimel. You want to ask, okay, why is this here? Can we say something about the order? Can we say something about the order? And but a, but a meta question, when you ask yourself, can we say something about the order, which there is a lot to say about the order here in Ms. Gimel as a continuation, or, or why it's straight here, you have to ask yourself, well, are we going to be able to do that for the whole Tehillim? And that's not a question I can answer right now. But I will say that the Ibn Ezra himself, Taco, brings from Rasag, that Rasag gave a reason why Ms. Gimel is here, he showed his connected to base and the Ibn Ezra says, go try to do that in the whole Tehillim, it's not going to work. So, <laughs> so that was the, Ibn Ezra was thinking the same way. Um, and actually the Magist Hillam also over here has this thing about the, the, that Hillam is out of order and that the Torah in general is out of order because if the Torah would be in order, then you'd be able to, uh, to, to do miracles with it and re- resurrect the dead and do miracles with kids. So there's some sort of concealment in the fact that things seem to be haphazard. That's what it says the Meishtim, on this thing. And, and, and something there about some people try to put it in order or try to understand the order. It gets a, there's a tumult about this. Can we make an order or not? But I want to show you how actually in Mismar Gimel, which will soon go into insight, there's a lot of things in Mizmer Gimel which really follow from Mizmer Bez. Um, Mizmer Gimel is David HaMelech running away from his son. Okay, so this poses a very interesting problem in light of Mizmer Bez. In Mizmer Bez, it was him against the other kings who are not Hashem's son. Right, he's Hashem's son, bnei So you can't, you can't, comp- you can't compete. The other kings can't compete. But what about his own son? If his whole mile is that he's the son of Hashem, then his son, okay, he's the son of the son of Hashem. Especially in light of what we discussed, that how's Hashem? Where does Hashem say that he's our father? Because he teaches us Torah. And we're supposed to teach to our children. Showing Akaponim avshalom Benoi follows from it's, it's a pointed um, contrast. To bay is where david is the son of hashem the king is the son of hashem and that's his milo over the other kings now he has a, a, a deeper kind of problem which is that someone who's his own son um, he doesn't have that advantage over him that he's the son of hashem because then he's the son of the son of hashem so now he has a unique problem that he's facing in Mizma gimel okay and we'll we'll, we'll see you. there's maybe something to say about that also in Mizma gimel we have in Pasuk K, he says hashem will answer me from Har country and in Benz Murbez, as we just discussed, he's the king who's out Sion Harkochi. Um, and over there, over there, the point is, in Bizmer the point is he's the king who's appointed to be situated on Sion Here he's running away. He's not in Sion which is the seat of his kingdom and what makes him special, but he's still insisting I'm going to receive a response from that i'm going to call i'm going to call from far and he's going even though i'm not there so it's a, it's like extending the the victory of miserable Bez, where it was based on where he is here he's not there he's away from the seat of his kingdom which indicates his closeness to Hashem, and that and that's a kind of problem in light of miserable Bez in two ways because Mizra Bez is, is him against the other kings and he's on here it's him against his own son and he's actually running away He's not on Siena Kochi, but he still insists that he's going to get Yeshua from Siena Kochi. So very closely linked. Also, he talks about in this Mizmar about going to sleep and waking up. And we mentioned this if Mizmara Aleph and Bayes are about learning Taryu and Velaila, specifically Kriyashima, as we discussed in the last few weeks. So it makes so here we have again a reference to going to sleep and waking up. Okay. And now let's learn the Mismer. So firstly, the Mizmur seems to be very simple. Basically, the vote is he has many people who are ganging up on him. And say that he's not going to get any deliverance from Hashem, but in fact hashem is his his is his shield, and he's going to call Hashem Hashem is going to respond to him he's going to go to sleep and wake up uh sound in, in safety. Hashem is supporting him he's not afraid of all the masses hashem his god is going to to deliver him and and hit all his enemies, break their teeth and um and Hashem, the Yeshua comes from Hashem and the blessing is on Hashem's people. Okay, so it seems very straightforward. Okay. So before first I want to read read it inside and show you, I mean I want to show you inside some internal internal parallels, like some words that are some themes in the Mizmar. And then since this is a story about David running away from Avshalom of course, what we have to do is we have to look at that story in Shemuel and I'll show you that there are parallels to that story too. Okay. So, the first thing you notice is Hashemarab utzorah. He talks about Rav, he talks about the numerousness. And then he says again, Rabbim kam And then again, Rabbim ibn And then again, in Pasik Zayin, le ira me um. Okay, so there's something about the Rabim. And then there's another one in the Do Anyone know what the other one is? Okay, time's up. Um Shine Risham Shibarta says they get Bushlokes and Shibarta Ella The whole story with Agma His teeth grew out because we read it, not Shibarta but rivavta, which undoubtedly is because he said look, this whole Mizma is about Rav, Rav, Rivvais. So even Shibar is also supposed to remind you of because Rivav. Okay, somehow. I don't know how that I do That's all I can say about that. But that's. But that's due to this idea of the mizmor is about the numerous, the many people, and the fact that he's facing a rabbim. Okay. Um, and what are these rabbim doing? The rabbim come They stand up over him, and therefore he calls to Hashem and asks Kuma Hashem to respond to, to uh, repel the rabbim that are coming alai. They say in Pasukim, "Ein Yeshua So he says. Kuma and he says no like Sham HaYeshua they said Eini Yeshua and he says There is a Yeshua from HaShem fine they are the reverse Om that's going down to Pasuk um, Zayin is reverse Om reverse om, the masses the tens of thousands of the Am and there's Amcha and Pasuk Tes so there's the reverse Om that are his enemies and Amucho the nation of Hashem and but this is a very interesting expression because this mizmar is about an internal about a civil war right it's him it's not like the previous mizmo which is him against the other nations this is about him against someone within his nation so what is he saying that Hashem is blessing your nation Hashem's nation they're all Hashem's nation right oh just be careful this if we touch it it's going to make big problems so no, no no you're good i just want to tell you before it happens Okay, because then it will like shut it off and reset. Okay, so that's a question, right? But to, I was fo- pointing out to this rib voice, Am and Amcha, the rib voice, Am, plain, Am, and then Amcha, Hashem's nation. However, given the context, we have to think about why um, why is it Hashem's nation who's being saved and it's, it's Hashem's nation that's fighting against Hashem's nation, civil war. Okay. The other thing is, other point to make is that um, just internally, at the end of the Misma talks about hitting the enemies on the cheek, or on the jaw, and breaking their teeth. So it's getting, they're getting punched in the mouth, basically, I guess. Right? A good punch in the face. And um, that people shtel su to, to... Okay, the whole Misma is about... The Misma made a point about what people say. What people say. They're talking to him, right? And then he says, So they're getting a big punch in the face, in the, in the mouth. So that's corresponds to what they're saying. And the measure says this is referring to Achiteufel who hanged himself so that's the also the lechi the shinayim i guess the head or something like that the throat throat. right the throat yeah right okay and Achitoifel had had something to say i mean his power was that he could say something and his, his etza was supposedly perfect okay so now, because that's internally in the mismar. So again, so the mismar seems pretty straightforward. Um, there's some internal what? The whole point is that they didn't listen to him. Yes, exactly. Right. So Robin Omerim, there's something to say, but the mice the Risham get uh, their, their mouths get get uh, disfigured or something. Right? They don't. They don't. They don't listen to them. Right. We'll see about that. Right. Okay. So again, so the mismar is pretty straightforward. The actual point, um, but um, we have the question of. Of Amcha, right? Why well, is say Amcha? Just that question, and um, fine. And now let's read it. Now let's read it with the parallels from Shmuel. So, so the story is in Shmuel base. Perek Tesvav. Shmuel base Perek Tesvav is where. Um, where it all starts. I mean, the actual rebellion, the actual rebellion of Avshalom against David. So let's start from the beginning. So it says, okay, He's running away. He's running away. There we have Mismur in Ishmul Be'ez, Pasuk Yudaled. David announces, We have to run away. And Pasuk says that the servants of the king said, however you choose to say whatever you choose that's what we're gonna do so David said we have to run away and they agreed which is important because it means that he didn't he chose to run away he could have maybe stayed and and fought he says no we have to run away and they said whatever you choose which okay maybe may a play on he says Nivercha and they said whatever you're baicher. but either way there's a choice to be Bayreach which is of course important because that seems to indicate that seems to suggest that David was weak which we'll see is very important for this Mizmar. And um, and B'var Choy, he has this, 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 this Mizmar. Okay, now, we pointed out before, okay, with that, okay, that there's this challenge what to do about Avshalom, right? Because Avshalom is Benay. In the last Mizmar, it's him against the other kings. What's he supposed to do with Avshalom, who's Benayi? On the other hand, on the other hand, what does he talk about in the Mizmar? He talks about everything but for Benayi. He talks about the Rabbim, Right? So he's not him against his son. It's him against all the people that are supporting his son. So I perhaps that to that is that when he, when he waged a war against Avshalom and his forces, he told Yaya, he didn't want to kill Avshalom. So he didn't consider his real problem to be Avshalom. The real problem is all the people that are supporting Avshalom, we have to decimate their ranks and, and wage war against them and weaken them. The numbers, but of Shalom himself, David thought was redeemable. So that would be perhaps the solution over here, which is in other words a continuation from Mizmar Bayes is okay, he's facing Benoit now what? But actually he doesn't talk about everything but for Benoit. What? Right, so I'm answering that problem. Oh oh so therefore yes, yes, but it's not him against another king. No. But he's the son of Hashem, not everyone is the son of Hashem, he's the son of Hashem because he's the king. Okay. Yeah, that's. Yes, yes, I'm answering that question. Right, right, right. No, that's a good question. I'm answering that question. I'm answering the question of, given the contrast to Mizrah which says, okay, the king of Israel against the king, a foreign king, the king of Israel wins because he's the son of Hashem, that brings out that when it's the king of Israel against his own son, we have a major problem. Ignorance. But Mizrah Gimli ignores that problem. He focuses on the Rabbim, and that has a parallel in the story, perhaps, where he's really not so worried about Hashem. He thinks he can. He thinks he can make peace with him. He doesn't want. He doesn't want Yoyev to be. But Yoyev knows better or thinks better, whatever. Okay, fine. <laughs> What's the halacha? Rishus <laughs> yeishel Malach <laughs> I think is Loshner <laughs> Rambam. I don't think Mere have to. Okay, I think the Ram says he could. This is yes, people, it's true. In order. This is right, wealth can be That's true, but I think when it comes to murder, machz and killing, I think the Amos is vicious. If you're talking about a case where somebody disobeys an order, then yes. But if you are talking about somebody who's this order, that's what you say. You would think so. You would think so, I right? Think, I think so I don't know. So la'atli l'nair Shalom. Okay, no, but la'atli l'nair Shalom at least might mean that he doesn't feel he has to run away from Avshalom. <laughs> right? He's he's bericha. Is um, because of the masses that are with Avshalom. The fact that he can't face him. Perhaps you could say it like that. Okay, fine. That's something to think about. Um, fine. Now, what's the focus in this <laughs> mizmor? I know, I know, I know. It does sound like Avshalom is the risk. On the other hand, like I said, he did. He also told him to take it easy, Avshalom. Which I don't know what he means. Did he want to spear him? What's <laughs> La'at? of What does that mean? La'at. What does that mean? Take it easy. First of all, it's the mean? that's what Pasha to figure out the word means. I don't, kill him. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. Well, maybe don't kill him in the heart of a tree, like I don't know, maybe kill him gently, maybe give him a, I don't know, assisted suicide advice. Whatever, no I don't know, it was pretty brutal. It was like he's stuck in a tree, he should have taken him down, taken him to the king, and we have to talk this over, and you have to go in exile phase. I don't know. Exile kill. kill yourself, do the Japanese thing. I don't know. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No. I'm just, I, yeah, I think you jumped to conclusions. I just, I just don't know what lot. I just would have to study that to know that. They don't want to kill mean Yes, it certainly meant they shouldn't kill him in the tree. Fine, right there. So what is the Mizmo about? The Mizmo. <laughs> okay, I just don't know. I just don't know. That's all I'm saying um i'm saying the people at the time interpreted it that way that they shouldn't kill him and the way i did yes yeah, so no, at all how do you because know that because that's what because someone saw him hanging and he said there he is and he right him, we, ha- and we said, have to kill him line. slowly no so that might mean we have to do it slowly with with yeshiva dust worse no not kill him slowly don't just Stab him because he's in the tree. Figure out what to do. Take him down. Give him Moses I don't know. I'm not sure. I just don't know. Fine. If you know, you know. I don't care. My point is, my point is that David, that there is a point in the story that Avashalem, although you're right, they're, they're in the story that make it sound like Avashalem is the problem. Of course, in a certain sense, he is. But David also, there's also things in the story which seem to indicate that as long as we can wage war against his forces, once we do that. Avshalom is less of a problem, okay, at least in that point. And then we might have paralleled this Mizmar, which is very than that Avshalom, and all he's talking about is everyone else besides Avshalom, where his focus is on the fact that there's these huge forces amassed against him. Okay. <clears throat> now, now, this whole business of having these huge forces, which is the major theme, right, the Rabbim, Rabu, Rivois, um, um, that is, a, is, a, is, a, is an important theme in the Avshalom story, and that's in Perek Tes Zion. One well, other thing Going after the masses doesn't necessarily make hey, strategic kids, sense. Doesn't make strategic why? sense. Take o- take off oh, the head of a snake, right? And right. Okay. Gonna, yes. So uh-huh. Strategically, it makes sense. No, go uh-huh. kill Abshalom. No, he's saying he no data So he's and this he, is this yeah. is Benai. This is he's 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 treating Abshalom as Benai, and he's missing the boat. M- maybe maybe, maybe. The boat. Strategically, maybe, maybe, maybe this will also work. Right. T- right. 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 Interesting. Right, no, that's very interesting. Okay, so yeah, you mean yeah. he's taking an angle, which is not an obvious angle. Uh, he's yeah, approaching yeah. it, instead of approaching it as Avshalom, and, and actually, so then that way you could read it as, in light of Mizmer Bey's, he says, I can't fight Avshalom. Avshalom okay. yeah. <laughs> is Beni, and I'm B'ni of Hashem. So, okay, but let's do something else. The only problem with Avshalom is because Avshalom plus the Rabin, so maybe we could do something about that. Yeah, that's very interesting. Okay. Very interesting. Okay very interesting all right it suggests another maybe possible answer for that um for the question the famous the, the, the classic question why is it a mizmor should be a kino More talks about this i talks about this so now no, know we're saying like this this was b'varkhi avshalom was still alive so maybe he's saying a mizmor because he found a way to preserve avshalom <laughs> it's a mizmor because because avshalom benai he thinks is still going to be still going to be spared okay so now this whole business of so many people, so many people, this is a very important idea and river-based, river, place, river place means tens of thousands, right? Now here's the story in Parak Yud-Zayin, of Shmuel based Parak yud Zayin. There was a follower by the name of The purists here at the share want me to say Ahi okay? So when I say Ahi Teufel, you could, you know, I mean Ahi Seifel. <laughs> right, Shalom? <laughs> so Ahi was the big advisor of David. And whatever Akizaifa would say was like the word of a god. It was like Umbatum. Mm-hmm. And David, <coughs> and Akizaifa was on the side of Abshalom, and David said, Hashem, sakel He davanta Hashem that he should make the aids of not, Achitofel <laughs> not work this time. Okay? Sakel said "David, Okay. <clears throat> Fine. Now Davin Amalek runs away. And um the question is what to do now. So Perakizan begins, where Achitoifel gives up Shalom his Aetza. He says, I'm gonna take twelve thousand men, we're gonna chase after tonight, immediately. I'm gonna come upon him when he's weak, and I'm only gonna kill him. Speaking of just striking the head of the snake, he says, All I have to do is kill the Melech Levadoi, and everything's going to be fine. Yeah, it's very interesting. Irony there, right? Because the, the Eitzah of Achitayfa, which was the best Eitzah, but we'll see what happens. Someone messed it up. But it was and be- the best Eitzah was, I'm going to go strike force, small force, 12,000 men, small you'll see, because soon the, the, the alternative was to take a huge force. And I'm just going to strike the king and it's over. And everything's going to be with Sholem and everyone's going to be with you. Kala ha'am yeh Shalom, he says. Kal ha'am yeh Shalom. <clears throat> Great idea. Now, there was another fellow, Chusha He'arki. was a mole who was planted there by, by David. He was a double agent. David told him, "You should go over to Avshalom's side and you see what you could do to mess things up and, and to report to me." Chushai says, "This time, I'm, I'm sorry going to, this time, is going to go It's not a good idea because this is a pasukes. You know that your father and his men are giborim, tough people, like a, like a, like a bereaved beer." A bereaved mother beer is wild, and your father's a man of Mahama. He's a warrior. He's not going to keep the people in the in the camp overnight and just lay there defenseless. He's probably hiding in an ambush. And if you send a small force, he's going to have a victory, and people are going to turn their back against you. So better. And he has a line of he has the, the he has the heart of a lion. He says a good." Everyone knows your father's a gibar and he's a ben He's out of a line. He's not waiting. He's not defenseless, waiting in fright, and you could just pounce on him and kill him. He's ready. He's waiting, ready for you. He's not sleeping somewhere. Okay, don't do that. Not a good idea. Instead, wait till we can amass a tremendous force, the whole Yisra. and then we're gonna we're gonna. We're gonna we're gonna um, swoop down on him like the towel on the earth to cover his camps and, and and there's no way he could he could survive that even if he goes into a city we'll all take apart the city and until it's last, till nothing left from the whole city basically it's such a tremendous overwhelming force that that we won't be able to that he won't be able to survive okay and people said you know what um, that's a better idea and <clears throat> this is all from Hashem says the pasuk Yudalid. Even though even though the was actually the right Aitzah. first. He was correct, as always. But this came from Hashem that Hashem wanted the Achitoifel's to be um, to be disrupted and cause the evil to come to Havshan. Okay. That that right. That's in Posikidal. Okay. So really he was right, but Khusha convinced everyone that he was wrong, and then, and this is an important detail in the story. Kushai furthermore sent the message to David. Here's what Achitoifel said and here's what I said. So make sure not to stay there tonight, which seems like he's, he's hedging. He's not sure. Maybe, um, maybe Achitofel, maybe they'll still try to do Achitoifel's Eitzah. Or maybe they'll at least want to know who was right. They'll want, they'll want to determine who was right. So I said, and those I told them you're not gonna stay there tonight because you give him. Don't stay there tonight as which you would have otherwise done. And Akitoifel assumed you would do that. Don't do that. Get moving. And the Pasik says, and Pasik, um, um Take a look at Pasuk of Aleph. There it says, also they told King David, get up and leave quick because Akitoifel was my mi- on you. So he's still protecting himself from the It's Afitaifal. It's critical to understand that. He's st- even though the the pasuk says that they accepted the etz of chushai over the etz of achitayvil, he's still leaving the camp where he would have stayed the night. This is in pasuk of Aleph, because kocha yatsas which again means either he's still not sure maybe that they're going to do that, or it's very important for them for the people to know that achitayvil's etzah was wrong and would not have worked and looked look achitayvil was wrong for some reason. Okay, and David the pasuk of Bez says David gets up the whole night. They're traveling the Yardin. instead of staying in the camp overnight. They spent the night traveling the Arden. Okay, so now going to go back to our mizmar. Um, the, the big fright or, or, or the threat against David was that there's going to be rivvaysam, right, because Ahitoifel first said, we're going to do a small force, 12,000, and then Achushai says, no, we're going to bring the Holy Yisrael. 12,000 is not rivvays, rivvays means tens of thousands. So the threat became, the threat to David, instead of being a threat of a small force, of Avshalom, his son, with 12,000, which, um, okay, it's going to be, the, th- the threat was Rabbim, 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 son. Okay, and David's not afraid of them, right? David's not afraid of this force. So now that takes us to the war. Now there is a war of, um, you know, they, they end up coming, they end up attacking David. He's not afraid of them, as he says back in our Mismar. he says, because, um Hashem مَعْجِمْ Okay. Okay. So I want to point out something bothered me about this mismar and I want to suggest uh, what the, what the, the key thing that's going on here. What bothers me is that the mizma is so simple that it actually doesn't really say anything because it just says, "Look, there's many people that are opposing me, and Hashem protects me." Say them. There's no. There's no. There's no kasha and teretz let's say like we had in the last mizmor for sure where there's this whole shayla the Malachim have their argument and there's a counter argument it seems like this mizmor is just very um flat like okay there's a lot of people that oppose me but Hashem protects me what's the have mean what's the mask is the a tai over here yeah how is va'at hashem the response to the problem of rabbi that that was a problem i have with this mizmor much of it's Striking you, but this is a problem I had. It starts with, okay, many people are against me, but Hashem protects me. And they say, Amy Elohim, But I really do. Say that. Okay, so you do, you don't. They say you don't, but really you do. Like, it's not saying anything. Okay, that's my problem. So I want to say like this. Here's the Oymek. Here's what's going on over here. Here's what's going on over here. But before I go to, before I explain to what's going on, I just want to go back to finish the parallels to the story in Shmuel. The Pasach says that, he says, I call out to Hashem with my coil." and he answers me, mehar kad shesela, right? That takes us back to, in Parak vav in Shmuel, Pasuk Chavdalet. It says that they were bringing the urn with David. And David says, no, bring the urn back to the city. Don't bring the urn with me. If Hashem wants me, he'll bring me back. So this point about David is away from the har kad because the Arn the Binezh says, I think on this Mizmar, why is it called Harkatch? Because Aaron the was there. And here the Aaron could come with him. And wherever he goes will be Harkatchai. But he's saying, no, no, no. It's up to Hashem. And I'll call, Hashem I'll call from far. And if Hashem wants me, he can he can bring me back to Harkatcha. I don't have to bring the Harkatche with me. Okay? And then also I would say we see this thing about him going to sleep in our Bizmar, right? And Isha Khafti va ishana and in, the, and in the battle with Avshalom, there's a the whole question, is he going to sleep that night or is he going to stay up that night? Right? Okay. And one other thing about the Amcha, La Al Amcha So the question is, this is, this is everyone's fighting, but if you look in Shmuel um, Bez, Perik, Yudches, pretty consistently, but I didn't go through it that well, the, the battle is between the Am and Yisrael. So example, take a look at Parak Yud Ches Pasuk Tes It says, blew the Shifer. ho'om Yisrael. Kichosach es So the um capital Hey is David's people. And then there's Yisrael. Okay, so then there might be a parallel to that. The Amcha are the people that are loyal to David. but we'll, And they're called the Am Hashem. We'll get back to that soon. Okay. So now I want to tell you what I think the key thing that's happening in Mizma Gimel is, where it says, you have these masses that are arrayed against me, but Hashem is my shield. What's the what's this tension? What's the chiddush? Um, the people said like this. Let's, let's go back to, to, to the Eitzah of Chushai. And what's the Mechleikis Achiteifel and Chushai? Achiteifel says David's weak. He's running away. He's weak. He's scared. He has no defenses. You just have to... A lightning attack with a small force kill him, and we're done. And Chushai says, "What are you talking about? David, he's a gibber. He has a heart like a lion. Everyone knows that. He's like a bear. He's like a lion. He's laying a wait for you. He's, he's he's not going. He's not sleeping. He's he's ready to attack. And if you come with a small force, he's going to ambush you, and you're in a big trouble. Not a good idea. Now, Achitayvulzei what's right,' which indicates. That David did not really have a lev harui. You'll remember the shalom from Vayetse and Vayishlach. So let me tell you a little bit of background here. It says in Parshas which is a very um, really non sequitur. Is Leah had soft eyes, while Rachel was beautiful. What is one thing of do that? If you say Leah wasn't beautiful then Rachel was beautiful, fine. What is the like? What are the two things? How do they parallel each other? The answer is like this. The answer is that Yaakov Avinu is looking to have children who are kings. Which has to do with what we spoke about last few weeks. But he's going to have a king. Yehuda, Yosef. Someone's going to be a king. Now, what is a good quality for a king? So we find two kinds of qualities for kings. We find Shaul being very tall and Yosef being very good looking. And we find, okay, that's one mahalach of king. Makes sense. You need a handsome person. We also find the three kings that ruled over a united kingdom—David, Shlomo, and rechavam the three kings from Leah. All three of them are called Rach levav in various places. What? United, well, until well, till he broke it, until it, till, it, till it broke up. Yeah, because because he didn't because he spoke kasha and didn't in act way, in a way that's consistent with Rach Yeah, but it says about him. Yeah, it says that. So, uh, oh no, that would be right, Shlomo. Okay, but it says about Rechavim in the early, early stages that he was Rach Lev. Now, so what the Pasuk is saying by, um, by Rachel and Leah is like this. Leah had soft eyes. The eyes are the window to the heart. And it's of like that, basically. So if she has soft eyes, that means she has a Rachel soft heart. That's one quality. <coughs> that might be one, one quality to look for in, in kings. Rachel had a different quality, which people often think is good for kings, which is that she's beautiful, and Yaakov opted for that one, okay? So it's important for the good kings to be Rachel Leifov, because ultimately the kingdom goes to David. Okay, so it says by David that he was Rachel. I don't have to go through the Pesukim if you want, I can tell you later. Now, Hushai <coughs> said he has a heart of a lion. So that doesn't that doesn't comport with rach lebev, right the answer is who was wrong was right so in fact david was a very meek and 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 and, and timid person and this we see in mizmo Nunhe, for example where david abelach says i have my enemies and at my libi yochel bekirbi the amos mavas naflu alai year of I want to run away. Where does he want to run away? He wants to go to the Midbar. He wants to be alone in the Midbar. Which is exactly what he's doing by Avshalom. He's running away. And Akitaifa says, you know where He's being alone in the Midbar. He's, he's, he's frightened. He's petrified. He he's just got out of your way. So all you have to do is, is, is chase after him. He's, he's, he's weak. Right? That, that's the Messias of David. And by the way, okay, in that, in that, in in Mizrmonu also references Al-Khitov, but There's a lot. There happens to be parallels over there, which I don't know if we go into now. So, so David Hamelech was actually a Rachlev, which is also referred first in Mishle, that a king is not supposed to be tough like a lion and a bear. It says in Mishlei Peik Chavches, Mishlei Peik Chavches Pasuk Dalid, Ashrei Adu Mefachid Tomid, Umakshali BaYit ashra is the person who is the was always afraid while a maxali boy someone who has, makes his heart hard is going to fall Is going to bad things are going to fall upon him next pasuk i re know you cake, like a lion who's 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 um roaring or a beer that's roaring whatever beers do martial russia i'm that's a muscle for a, a, le- a leader who's a Russia on an impoverished people. He's like a lion. So you, he's not supposed to be like a lion. He's not supposed to be like a bear. He's supposed to be. that's supposed to be tough like a lion. I, now, Kushai said everyone knows he falls like a lion. Now, the truth is, David was that Gersa Gibor. He targeted the great gevuras. For example, what was his first initiation to gevura? He killed a lion and a bear. Right? And when he, came, he comes, he offers to kill Goliath. And Shaul says, How are you going to kill Goliath? And he tells him a whole story. I was a shepherd, and along came a lion and a beer. This is in <laughs> Shmuel Aleph, Yud Zayim Pech Lamid Dalit. Killed a lion and a beer. Right? He, he says over there, I mean, he said, I Killed the lion and the beer. But he says, and this is the Kipasek. Hashem a Shahitz, he's gonna save him the plishtim. So there's two ways to understand David. Either you say, look, this guy fought a lion and a beer with his with his own with his own bear hands. So he's a lion and a beer. <laughs> right? That's one Pshat. But the real Pshat is actually he's the most timid person who runs away and wants to stay in the middle, but like a yaina <laughs> He's not a beer, he's a Yaina. And Nervas, no Hashem gives him the strength to, to fight like a lion and a beer. Okay? So Teufel, he knew David, He knew that David was mezchatzik b'shem like it says. He knew that David wasn't a lion and a bear. He knew that David's a bereach of of Shalem, and he goes to the midbar, and melu you have to come, you have to come upon him and, and get him. Comes Chushai and says the oylam, the stupid people, the Hamain, thought that David is a gibar because he does segura So Chushai convinced them to follow the inayim. Actually, maybe a little bit ironic because that was the whole, right, when they chose David, Shmuel looked after the night. But anyway, so he says, look at the externalities of David, indicate that David is a gibber. He's the Ari and the Da'iv. Okay. So because the people believe that David is himself courageous, that's why he was facing the river of Right. Why did they have come Kammalai? Because Adam didn't believe Ahitav. Okay. But actually, Achitev was right. That what? And Lashem yeshua. They said, They said, David has no Yeshua in Hashem. Why? Because they thought that David's might did not come from Hashem. They thought, the, the oil that was coming, the Rabbim. Why did the Rabbim come alive? Because the Rabbim said like this, You know why David wages wars? Not because Hashem is his mogin. Not because he gets Yeshua from Hashem. Because he's a gibber. So you know what we'll do? We'll bring so many people that his viewers as not going help, boom, over. Now they were wrong. Why were they wrong? Because really va magibadi, really Meaning David's might really came from Hashem. I'm not the warrior, Hashem is the shield. I don't do Yeshua. Hashem does Yeshua, and therefore David gets Yeshua and Hashem. So in other words, this Mizma is saying like this: that the reason that the mistake that the, people, the reason why everything happened by mistake. In other words, let's say David was actually not V'atah Hashem Mugen badi, right? Let's say V'atah Hashem Mugen badi wasn't true. In other words, let's say Chushai's argument was right, that David's mugging is his own power, his own courage. Let's say the Yeshua was not Be'le Kim, the Yeshua was himself. Then David would have had, been very afraid because basically that, then Ahitoyful would have said to bring the Riv of right? So in other words, if for whatever reason, it was important that the Riv should be coming in error, Right? And the good Eitzah should be Sakalna, and there should be this, some sort of tension. Whatever that tension is, forget the Maisa. But the point is, the error of the River Isam, the miscalculation, and like I said, it was important that there be a miscalculation, the miscalcul- because that's how David got saved, through the fact that it was a miscalculation. The miscalculation was because they don't realize that. So that's the, that's the tension and the and the Havim and the Maskana the, the is. The river is. I'm that Hashem is not my mugging. I am my muggin. and if I am my muggin, there's only so much I can do because they could overwhelm me with enough numbers. But in fact, Hashem HaShua. Okay. Um, so now I would say. So what's amcha? Back to that question. Oh, oh. Now does that pasuk? says, "Anisha chavti baishana." The mam says it like this. I'm not sure about the reading, but this is how the says it. Anisha chavti baishana. I would have gone to sleep. But instead, I stayed up because I had to get the message that I have to stay up that night. But I would have gone to sleep. Why? Because I'm not, I'm not strong. I'm weak. Hashem is my muggin. Right? But I learned that I have to pretend that Khusha is right. <laughs> well, really, Achitoyf was right, right. So he's acting like Husha is right and he stayed up. But really, Achitoyf was right that everything was coming from Hashem. Right? So he's dancing in Tzwechasnitz. Um, I mean, it's not sure. It's right. Okay, and then um, just the point about Amcha. So we said, why is he calling them Amcha if everyone is is, is part of the same nation? So well, perhaps sure. what right? So this is the, um, right, but why is so why is they called Amcha Vashem? No, so I think the point is Amcha follows from Lashem Hayyshua. In other words, the people he only wants to keep the people that recognize Lashem Hayyshua. In other words, the key question over here is the the people that followed Avshalom and supported this war. The Rabbim are those people that don't understand where the Yeshua of the, Shem, of the Melech comes from. They don't know Haleshem Yeshua, because had they known Haleshem Yeshua, they would never have thought that David is, is, is a Gibor. They would have understood that he's not a, 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 a lion heart, right? They don't understand Lashem Yeshua. So they're the ones who I want to extirpate through waging this war. And after the war is done, we'll weed out the, the non Amcha people. In other words, the people who don't have loyalty to Hashem, don't realize where the Yeshua comes from. And then we'll be left with an Amcha. the nation is dedicated to Hashem. And recognizes Atta Hashem. And, and they'll receive the Bracha. Everyone, what? everyone else who's left. Right. Well, well, right. Exactly. Everyone who's left. Exactly. Now you don't have to kill them all. But the point is. This, this, Yeah. But the battle will rectify that problem. Right. The battle will rectify the problem. Such that. We'll be able to have an Amcha. Instead of having this, 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 this um, division. Which is based on the fact that people don't recognize. That the Yeshua comes from Hashem. Okay. Hmm? This is what Moshe said. Where? In Ber in Beraha.